This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. On Joy. In the last two weeks, a lot of things have happened. Like what? Rove had a TV show and then it got taken away from him quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Gogglebox. I was reading that just morning. Yeah, apparently they took him down. Yeah. I shaved my moustache in the two weeks and grew it back in the weeks that you've been gone. It's actually grown back better. I know. I think, I think it's... You've scared it. You've kind of said, this is it. You're not behaving. <laughs> you don't feel in. So you're um, being removed. Look, I've done that to my chickens at home. If they don't lay eggs, I threaten them. I hold up an egg and say, if you don't produce this, you won't live. So you did the same to your moustache by the look of it. You've compared my moustache to a chicken and I love it. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, I if, do. if something yeah, doesn't yeah. perform, you threaten to remove it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did. And because it wasn't performing. We know that. I've made a big decision, Thomas. It's a huge one in my life. Uh-huh. I've decided it's not coming back. It's just I'm just keeping it at a stubble. This is it. This is as much as much as it'll get. I think it's cuter. It shows your face. Yeah, I think so. And you don't need to. You've got a very cute face. You don't need to take it away with that. I don't know what you call that bum fluff. I'll tell you what. I mean, though, it's not real. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. It's a bit patchy at the moment. Mm. A bit. A bit's a, an understatement. I I sha- post shaving. It was the most insecure I've ever been in my life because I, I haven't seen my lip in a while, and it was really—I look like an alien. Did you? Yeah, you'd you'd laugh. It was all right. It was. And you got photos. And so you got a, fu- a photo. Have you got a funny? Please. No, but you're right. Some people need a beard, could, like a beard, because they might have thin lips yeah. or things like that. But you don't have a thin lip. Yeah, I just hadn't seen it in a while. And it, re- it, was, it was a midlife crisis. I want to call it. I, we, <laughs> you, you know, I hate it when you say that stuff. Midlife crisis, sweetheart. You are twenty. I'm 50. I'm having a midlife crisis. You can't... Look at you. You've got all this energy. You're a tight little body. You've got freaking abs. You have no reason thank in you. the world to have a thing called a midlife crisis. I, I understand. Thank you. No, I I'm actually like... really angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I've got the mentality of a 60-year-old sometimes. So I feel like I've already hit my third midlife crisis. Oh, don't do that. You don't know one wants to be old. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to be old either. But I like going out at till 3 a.m. in the morning, not that fun. I'm going to say it now. Probably the first 20-year-old to say it. It's not that fun. I like being in bed by nine. That is really sad. That is really sad. (laughs) That was my discovery. Look, when I was your age, I still would have went out until 2 a.m., got up every morning. I never slept. It's just how you sleep when you die. I'll sleep when I die. That was my motto. Yeah, I I, I wish I could have that. I wish. You got full of energy. I I, I got shit rostered on till 11 tonight, 11 p.m. So I'm working a big day today, like from now till, till 11. And I had, a, I had a shift at 10 a.m. I thought, I can't do that. I, can't, I couldn't possibly. So I'm taking, I've taken the day off on Friday. I need, I need my rest time. Tell well, you I'm a 60-year-old in, in, in my heart. I'm very annoyed. There is no such thing as a midlife crisis when you're 20. Because let me tell you, sweetheart, you don't want your life to end at 40. Mine only just begun. <laughs> that was when I finally got rid of children, stopped paying university fees, and actually got to start travelling. Oh, where did you travel before? Well, you recently South Africa, but where did you travel? Where have you travelled? Uh, I've, I've been nearly everywhere but the Americas. Oh, yeah. maybe you can come see me on the cruise ship. Never. I've, I have no desire to go to America. Oh, yeah, cause you, you see it all on TV. I want something different. And you know, mm. Actually, that's the one thing that annoys me about travelling. You're sitting there and you think, oh, I love this country. It's beautiful. Then you hear some American accent go, hello, <laughs> do you got any sweetener for that? And I think, ugh. <laughs> so I've been reading the newspaper. You get home because things happen in the country. 
when you were away. A lot happened. A lot's happening, Austin. Sorry, that's an Austin Powers quote. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) What am I doing? No, keep going. That's right. (laughs) But I see the most un-Australian thing I've ever read was in the newspaper yesterday. Did you have a read? No. No. A woman is taking her neighbours to court because she's complained. An Australian vegan woman was so furious that she could smell her neighbour's barbecue from their backyard. So she took her vegan beef to the state's highest court. So she actually took them to court, lost, went to the high court, lost. Now she reckons she's going to keep going. What what ground does she does she think she Because she can, can smell on? their cooking from her house. But in what world is that an offence? Well, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> but then I started thinking, no, no, no. I bet you any minute there's a lot more to this story. This woman's calling foul. Yeah. You know, chicken foul. Ha ha, I'd be uh, giving her, yeah. But well done. But then she... Because I, I thought, hang on, she's got a bit more to go on here. She goes, the woman then said her neighbour's cigarette smoke drifts into her yard and she complained that she can't stand the sound of their children playing basketball nearby. So now she's complained about the kids playing. Uh. This poor lady here, which should we mention a name? Her name's Celia Carden. Yeah, she should be named and shamed, shouldn't she? Celia Carden. So, do you know her? No, she's no. a whack name. Whack name. So she also complained that both her neighbours are deliberately, both sides are trying to harass her. Celia. So it's more just than just a little bit. This lady's crazy. So she's just not used to living in suburbia at all and she's struggling and she's suing people because of it. Yeah. So I was laughing at this with my children. Yeah, my oldest says, but Dad, do you realise you're going to be that old lady when you get older? Because I've already noticed that now I'm starting to, like, when the kids run up and down next to my fence, I'll kind of get out there and think, really? I want to yell at them. I haven't yelled at them yet, but I'm sure it's going to come. You're about to wave the walking stick at them any moment. I'm going to be that neighbour that steals the ball and not gives them back. And <laughs> I can feel them with a knife. Once I was happy, now I've noticed as I'm getting older, I'm losing tolerance. I remember when I was a kid, there was this lady that what, lived like around the corner. Last week? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we're at, oh, how old was I? Okay, probably last week. No, about 10. And there's this lady around the corner. And we dubbed her the cranky lady. Not very original, but she was one of those psycho neighbours that would take our ball and pop it with a knife in front of oh, us. Oh, that's fantastic. Did it teach you a lesson? No, we just got worse and worse. We were really bad kids. Like, we'd always do ding-dong ditch on her, like, all the time. We'd nick-knock, like, daily. The worst thing we did. And I, I, I don't want to say I was a big part of this because my older brother was with me and, like, all the other street Oh, yeah, kids. so blame the... So of course he did. We know you're the favourite child. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just... A, I was an onlooker and I was very nervous at the time. I remember this vividly. It's ridiculous. They had one of those... Remember the fart bombs that kids used to have? Like a fart a, bomb? Yeah, it was a little, like, uh, I don't know, like a package or something you could throw it and make we a really bad smell. We used to do it in paper smell. bags and try and bust them in front of paper. <laughs> 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 I don't think that was the same. Probably the old school version of it. You we could, used to put dog poo in a paper bag and light it on people's doorsteps. Yeah, so we didn't do that because that's gross. <laughs> yeah. But there's things called fart bombs and you could buy them at the store and they were really smelly when you set them off. And... She left her window to the kitchen open Aww. and my brother threw it in and we all ran away. And I just remember little me, like six to ten years old, just around the corner. Like I thought it was a police chase. Did I was you get so caught? Nervous. No, oh, she read, she, on Christmas Day she gave my mum a handwritten letter saying that we're disgusting and then she ended up moving. On Christmas? Yeah, she ended up moving. You know what, Mum and DJ must have been so proud. What a Christmas <laughs> present to get from a neighbour. Oh, Merry Christmas from the neighbours and it says, your children are mongrels. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, long story short though she moved away so checkmate cranky lady well you know that's gonna be me that's gonna be you oh, I'm, i can see it now yeah you'll be moving away to I'm south just gonna, africa i'm just gonna be wearing my little pink um dressing gown i'm gonna have my hair in curlers i'm gonna be out the front <laughs> yelling at every child that drives by my house you already know what time it is it's time for the spiel 
Seals, it's time for the spiel. I've got a spiel for you, I'm my friend. I'm looking forward to this one. Good morning. There's um there's been some hurricanes going on in Florida, as we know. Tom, you're aware of these hurricanes? Get a weather. Well, let's not. It hasn't hit Florida. Think about the poor Bahamas. There's yes, people are dying. Yes, they're being washed away. I yeah, love and what we look. hear about is America. That's what we hear on the news. It hasn't even hit there yet. Okay, and I'm about to even I'm about to add to that. I'm sorry because oh. there was a man in Florida, and he's um, he's come up with some ways to combat the the storm because he's saying I'm sick and tired of people not doing anything about it. And so uh, this is what he said. He said. Uh, <laughs> He said, I can't see how they haven't come up with a way yet to combat these storms. They keep saying it's going to hit all this warm weather and warm water. We have a Navy. Why don't we get the Navy to drop some ice onto the warm water so it can't get going as fast as it's going? <laughs> Doesn't stop there, though. This man's it keeps a going. genius. He says... Yeah, we know it's getting worse, but you keep telling us it's warm weather. We have an Air Force. Why don't we get some of the planes to fly around it and get the winds going in the opposite <laughs> way or the Navy to go in circles and fight it the other way? This guy clearly doesn't know how the weather works. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to commission the Navy to well, fight That's it. terrible. It is, it well, is t- I saw a story mm. about, we're talking about the cyclone, there was a lady in the Bahamas who opened her home and had 97 stray street dogs live with her for the three days while the cyclone went over how her. How did she that's gather incredible. 97 She just opened dogs. the door, that's how many, and they've come in, and then she goes out the next day and half the village around her is destroyed. That's how terrible. lucky her and, and people have died, mm. like her neighbours, yeah. so she's saying, but her and these 97 dogs were just trapped in this house and they come out alive. Surprisingly, some people are good, aren't they? Dogs didn't eat her though. Isn't that like an instinct thing as a dog? Like, is a human there? You eat the human? I think dogs are pretty. If you show a dog love and affection, they're all right. True, because they'd all be domestic dogs, wouldn't they? They wouldn't be strays. They were strays, street dogs, strays. but they would have been. They'd be used to people. You, know, you go somewhere yeah. like Bali and there's lots of stray dogs and they're not chasing you down the street like a lion or something. Yeah, it's very attractive when you're having dinner and they're kind of getting into it in the middle of the, sh- the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. You're I know. Seems to bother you. I was terrified when I was there because I hadn't had the rabies shot and all I could think about every time I saw a dog was, I've got to get my legs up off the ground because I didn't want to get bitten. Listen, we just went through Africa and everyone says, have you had your yellow fever shot? Did you get the you rabies shot? went without shot? the yellow fever I shot? went with nothing. Oh, really? I took a, I took a bit of Aragard and a, and a few Aflodosilus tablets. I was fine. Is you didn't go on the doxycycline for malaria. No, I didn't. Oh, nothing. that stuff gives you crazy dreams. Yeah, I did nothing. Everyone kept going on. I thought, nah, I'm all right. It does too, doesn't it? Yeah, mental. When I went to Nepal, I had these crazy dreams. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, that it's it? a doxycycline, so it's a broad-spectrum antibiotic, and it kills a lot of things, but one of the things it also does is give you just vivid weird dreams it's crazy oh yeah. get out the more you know with Chris Eels giving us the spiel there you go Chris you'll be back right after at 8 o'clock for the news around about whenever you let me on air next <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for coming in Chris oh, let's get to the water cooler here we go <laughs> I don't have the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> we're all coming in. We're, we're all coming in. <laughs> yep. Uh, nerds this week were reaching for their inhalers when they watched the new trailer for Rise of Skywalker, the latest film in the Star Wars series. In the clip, the character Ray wields a red lightsaber, which has set tongues wagging about her going to the dark side in this film. I mean, look far out. The girl just coordinated her lightsaber with her shoes, and everyone screaming the dark side. It's called fashion, baby. Fashion, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, a Melbourne builder has revealed that the tradies working on the block earn a reduced rate to meet the reality show's tight budgets. He said that they take the pay cut in exchange for a bit of exposure for their business on camera. 
I'm really pissed off about that. I go, really? I, why didn't I think of that about when I was on Gogglebox? I could have got the crew to redo my house, couldn't I? Hey, Aussie DJ Flume has been trending on social media for the wrong reasons <laughs> after actress girlfriend Paige Elkington posted an Instagram story of him simulating a sexual act on her at Nevada's Burning Man Festival. Well, come on, these festivals are full of sex. Just remember afterwards, sir, if it's burning, yes, you should see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hungry Jacks are about to launch Jack's Cafe across Australia to, in direct competition with McDonald's Mac Cafe, which first launched in Melbourne 25 years ago. Well, let's be fair, the coffee they do serve at Jack's Cafe will taste like it was made 25 years ago too. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, Survivor Australia host Jonathan LaPaglia has defended the integrity of the show in an Instagram post blaming sloppy editing for what seemed like a rigged result on Tuesday. Fans were outraged when he his seemingly slow countdown that led to Daisy's elimination didn't match the speedy 3-2-1 he gave Simon, who became the challenge winner. Well, come on. Simon's a goddamn hottie, and I'm telling you, you can't blame him for finishing a little bit early, can you? <laughs> Wake up with Tom and Mikey. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandmikey.com. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.